As they processed what he was teaching them in preparation for his cross, resurrection, and ascension, Jesus understood the fear of abandonment the disciples were confronting. So in John 14, 16 to 18, he lovingly assured them they would not be orphaned. And he began preparing them to embrace the presence of the one he said the Father would provide to remain with them when he was gone. This initial introduction to the person and work of the Holy Spirit set the stage for the remainder of Christ's final instructions to the Twelve. But since the indwelling and overflowing of the Holy Spirit are essential experiences in the life of every believer, all of us need to pay close attention to what Jesus meant when he used two richly significant phrases to describe him. The first of these is found in verse 16, where Jesus called him another helper. And each of the Greek words behind this English phrase is important to consider. The word translated as another refers not only to a second person, but to a second person of the same sort as the first. The Lord was anticipating the hesitance his disciples might have for welcoming the Holy Spirit if they thought he would behave unpredictably. And that can be true for some of us today who are comfortable with Jesus, but a little uncertain about the Spirit. So this simple word that could be easily overlooked was intended to help all of us securely rest in the knowledge that everything we know about Jesus is also true of the Holy Spirit. Then, with the word translated as helper, Jesus introduced the unique ministry of the Holy Spirit. The original word means one who comes alongside to help. It's used to describe someone who draws close to offer aid, provide comfort, or serve as an advocate. And that definition is packed with meaning for all Jesus followers because the Holy Spirit is all of that to us. He's the one who is always near, standing with us in every situation, the one who is our limitless resource supplying whatever the need requires, the one who is our emotional shelter, assuaging our heartaches, bearing our burdens, and relieving our fears, and the one who is our defender, confronting and defeating every assault leveled against us. The second of the phrases Jesus used to describe the Holy Spirit is found in verse 17, where he referred to him as the Spirit of Truth. The literal meaning of the word translated as spirit is breath, and the word for truth is less about a fact and more about the reality supporting that fact. So a translation of the language behind this phrase could easily be the breath that is reality. And it reveals the Holy Spirit as not limited by the constraints of a physical body as Jesus' messianic mission required, so he can be fully present with each of us in every place all at the same time. But his invisible presence is anchored to a reality that can be experienced. Although unseen with human eyes, he's more substantial than anything we can observe. If this happens to be one of those days when circumstances are tempting you to feel abandoned, I pray your heart will be encouraged with the truth that you have not been orphaned. And I pray you'll sense the powerful presence of the one who comes alongside to help.